ago, Sears dropped Jeremy Hill, he dropped Martavis Bryant, Brandon Marshall, and he made the pickup of the century when he picked up Gerald Everett. This is Charlie Watch, the best podcast on the internet, the one where me and Michael Carey go over what Charlie Sears has done in fantasy football this past two weeks this time around. Uh, what do you think of these moves, Michael? I'll be honest, I had to look up who Gerald Everett was when you said that. Uh, (laughs) Charlie has made some bold, bold moves, including Jimmy Garoppolo being placed on waivers, which definitely the move of the year so far cost me $27. So big, (laughs) big moves. But Jimmy G looks good. This guy is looking primed for the season. So, Charlie, I thank you. Oh, yeah. Um... And Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins was also dropped briefly, but he was picked up once again by Tom Myring. Thank God uh, the Mullins men are back. Um, but yeah, to continue with Charlie Watch, 13 days ago, he chatted us saying, is anyone actually a Lions fan? I don't believe they actually exist. Um, this was a funny joke by Charlie, but uh, yes, they do exist. It is me. I am the Lions. I am the one Lions fan. They are very few and far between. They're hard to find. You can usually spot them because they have paper bags over their heads by week six. <laughs> yes, and they are very nice paper bags, okay? And they feel they're, they're nice. They protect us from the hate. Um, I mean, you, you have to wear high quality ones because you wear them so often. It's a good investment. Yeah, I agree. Um, 11 days ago, Charlie... And this is going to be a good one, Michael. This is probably the best move he's made since our last podcast. All right, I'm ready. He named his team Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How creative was that? Good work, Sears. That's, I mean, I just, that's just the best move he's made so far. Really like the team name, really creative, and I like it. Just great job by Charlie. I think he's really inspired everyone else to change their team names because i've seen a lot of a lot of changes in those team names since oh then. yeah yeah there has been uh i mean everyone wants to try to top that name and i don't think anyone is going to michael i i agree i think you know the brady bunch it's okay darnold's dudes pretty good <laughs> i want dip with my chips or whatever alex's name is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, we literally cannot read the end of his name because it's too long. Um, so I couldn't tell you what his name is. Yeah, his merchandise is going to be pretty tough to produce. Oh, yeah. His his jerseys. I don't know what they're going to do for his jerseys. Um, just very small text layered on top of each other. Not even room for numbers. Just that's it. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, that's what they're going to have to do. Uh, Charlie, 10 days ago, he made a trade, Michael, he, with Brentopolis, he, he gave Brentopolis his third and second round pick for Mr. Gregory Olson. That was an interesting move, uh, considering that Greg Olson, I don't think he's been good in like four years and 
you know, he goes out there every week in a wheelchair and by week three, he's usually in a walking boot. So way to go, Charlie. Yeah. Good job. This was probably a move out of desperation here. Um, as you can see, he Greg Olson is Charlie's starting tight end right now. Um, and I would like to blame this is not Charlie's fault. I would like to blame uh, Edge fan 69 for trading away George Kittle to Quinn for Mr. Robert Gronkowski. Who Quinn now has back. <laughs> yes, Quinn has Quinn <laughs> still hasn't dropped him, right? Because apparently apparently Gronk's friend came came out and said, "Oh, Gronk might be returning." And now recently Gronk said it could be the case in 6 months, it could be the case in 2 years that he wants to come back. So Quinn is really uh he's holding out for the long haul here. He is ready to get this man back. <laughs> He's going to be, I mean, Quinn's really going to have, he's got George Kittle, he's got TJ Hawkinson, and he'll have Gronk again one day. Quinn is going to be the king of the tight ends. Just watch out, guys. He has Eric Ebron, too. This guy has every good tight end in the league on this man. And Darren Waller. Don't forget Darren Waller. Sorry, that's my fault. Um, but that's, <laughs> Sorry. That's, uh, those were all the moves Charlie made leading up to the draft. So let's talk about the draft, Michael. Um yeah, let's, you know, let's start right here. The person who made the move of the draft that threw everything off for me was actually Alex at number two like, yeah. or number three, his third pick. He took Kyler Murray and yeah. I wasn't expecting that. It really threw me off. Yeah. So want to tell everybody about the trade. You and Chris were, were setting up a pretty big trade here, but Alex kind of ruined it, right? Yeah, I was going to trade Kyler Murray and Carrion Johnson for David Johnson, his brother. And <laughs> Alex ruined it. And I was like, Alex, all right, what do you want for Kyler Murray? And he said, I want Brandon Cooks. And I was like, oh, that's a lot. So <laughs> he was asking me to give up basically two starters for David Johnson. And to me, that just wasn't quite worth it. So I did not make that deal. So I do not have David Johnson. Okay. So I kept carry on and Brandon Cooks. Yeah, there's about to be some blockbuster trades happening there after the draft because we were all together after the draft and you three were, were making big moves. Um, we had a three-way deal worked out and I was going to be giving away Brandon Cooks and carry on Johnson to get David Johnson. And Chris turned it down because of the difference between Justice Hill and Kalen Bellage. <laughs> pretty big difference michael all right there's literally no difference <laughs> between those players neither of them have ever played well, they're both basically rookies yeah it's looking good for Kalen balage though because um it's looking like the dolphins are going to trade kenny and drake to the texans that's yeah that's kind of what it sounds like to me yeah so looking good for balage um i've actually heard that they really like balage so you know maybe this will be a blessing in disguise maybe yeah. i'll get more value out of balage yeah maybe uh, but yeah, the first let's, let's go first pick here. Josh Jacobs, Quinn went with Josh Jacobs over Montgomery and you got Montgomery because of it. That was the big, yep. probably the big decision of the draft was between Josh Jacobs, and David Montgomery. Um, I think, uh, I think he could have gone either way. <laughs> we'll find out, uh, in the season. I don't, I don't know. I still don't I know. I mean, gut feeling right now, which, which player do you think is going to be better? Uh, probably David Montgomery. 
but I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I agree with you. I was actually really hoping that he would not take Montgomery. And I mean, I would have been fine with Josh Jacobs. He's going to get a lot of touches. The touches don't necessarily mean that he's going to be good. David Montgomery is going to be really good, especially Chicago. They love to score points and they're really good at it. So yeah, David Montgomery, I'm very excited. I think he's going to be a starter for me by the middle of the year. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Um, but yeah, I think it was tough for Quinn because Quinn definitely needed a piece to build around. He needed like he needs a star, you know, he needs a rookie star. Um, right. So Josh Jacobs could be that guy. Hopefully he is that guy because he desperately needs it. Yeah, I mean, I think he is. I think he'll be someone he can build his team around going forward. And I think that's a step in the right direction for Quinn. What was not a step in the right direction was taking TJ Hawkinson with his second first round pick because TJ Hawkinson is never going to play for Quinn. He already has George Kittle, who's like a second year tight end, who's already one of the best in the league. He's going to be playing him for three or four years. Like there's literally no reason he should have taken TJ Hawkinson there. Well, he could play him in his flex, Michael, and then he could get Eric Ebron and TJ Hawkinson as his flex players, two tight ends. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Okay. How many good teams do you know that play two tight ends? <laughs> Not too many. But I know that Quinn was most of the time last year, and I think Adante did a couple <laughs> times too. Yeah. Well, Adante had OJ Howard. Yeah. So OJ Howard was a little bit of an exception there. Yeah. Um, well, if TJ Hawkinson ends up being really good you can trade tj and george kittle but i don't know if tj is gonna be really good <laughs> we'll see i don't we'll see yeah i mean i like tj but i don't know how good he's gonna be in reality we'll see yeah we will see we will uh, but there were so many players left on the board there like devin singletary or daryl henderson or even like a justice hill or a darwin thompson like a lot of guys that are going to play and be pretty big contributors that you could have had and built your team around more, or even like the wide receivers, like Marquise Brown or Paris Campbell or, you know, anybody else, anybody else. Yeah. Um, I think I'm, I'm a huge fan of Daryl Henderson and I'm super happy he fell to me. Um, especially with Todd arthritis girly, uh, in, in LA right now. So, I think Daryl would have been a good pick. I think, I mean, at the time, Paris Campbell was looking like a better pick, but now he doesn't even have Andrew Luck as his quarterback. So maybe his value went down a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I think still would have taken him over yeah, TJ Hawk. Definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, TJ Hawk, definitely not the best pick there for Quinn. Um, yeah, but besides that, I mean, we could talk. We talked a little bit about Kyler Murray, but Alex picking Kyler Murray means he's he's definitely going to want to trade one of these quarterbacks he has now. He has Kyler, he has Mitch Trubisky, and he has Carson Wentz. So he's got a lot of good quarterbacks. And I think Alex doesn't quite realize that quarterbacks aren't that valuable in this league with only 10 teams. Yeah, that's true. Because um, he's, he's asking for like a starting wide receiver from me. And yes, he was offering me also his first round pick for next year, but that for you know Brandon Cooks is just not worth it for me. Like Kyler Murray's gonna be good and he's probably valuable, but I don't need Kyler Murray. I'd have to turn around and trade him again. Yeah, and true. The value goes down every time you trade somebody. 
Yeah. I mean, we'll see how good Kyler Murray. Alex is going to want to trade. If he's going to want to trade Kyler Murray, he's going to have to do it after Kyler Murray proves that he's actually a top like five or three running or quarterback. Like I think he's going to be. Um, Yeah. And the the issue is I'm the only one who thinks that and I don't need a quarterback. So I'm not asking for Kyler Murray. Right. Um, Who else? I mean, Tom, it's weird because Tom went from absolutely not needing a quarterback to he kind of needs a quarter. He needs a backup quarterback now. (laughs) So maybe maybe you trade Mitch Trubisky to him or something. I don't know because he only has Baker Mayfield now. You can count Nick Mullins, I guess, but Nick Mullins is not going to be playing. (laughs) So this is he doesn't have Tom and I actually Tom Tom's going to have a backup quarterback in a few days here. Oh, really? Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. No, um, Tom and I already discussed a deal. Jeremy Garoppolo for Anthony Miller. Uh So I think that deal is going to go down. He'll have a backup quarterback in a few days here. Okay, interesting. Uh, Alex is going to want to get on top of something here because he's got got a lot of quarterbacks. But he might also just want to wait until Mitch proves that he's going to be a good fantasy quarterback again because I think everyone's pretty down on him right now. Uh, He's going to want to wait until Kyler Murray proves that he's actually as – He's, he's worth the hype. So he might want to just wait until he gets into the season to say, hey, look, I got three really good quarterbacks. Anybody want one? Right. And, I mean, the only teams right now that really need a quarterback are probably Chris and Tom. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Like, uh, Anthony might need a backup, but not desperately. And because he's got Patrick Mahomes with his backup, Daniel Jones, who will probably be playing by the time that Patrick Mahomes has his bye week. So Anthony will probably be fine. And that's it. Everyone else has a lot of quarterbacks. So it's very true. I think, I mean, Quinn's got Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford, but I think Quinn could also use a little bit of an upgrade. But Quinn could use an upgrade in every position. Beep, beep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot, beep, about, beep. I forgot about the car. The car is coming through. There's a, there's a car right there. How did you miss it? <laughs> so sorry that I missed Derek Carr, his his best quarterback. Definitely. His best quarterback by far. Yeah. <laughs> How would you need anyone else besides Cousins and Matt Stafford? The pride of quarterbacks in the NFC North. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Michael. Um, my bad. <laughs> that was just bad analysis by me. Really bad. Um, okay. Who was the steal of the draft, in your opinion? A guy who wasn't taken in the first two rounds, but is probably going to turn out to be a really good player and was kind of a steal for somebody here. Uh, I really like Charlie taking Darwin Thompson um, in the third round. I think Darwin Thompson's going to be... I think that was definitely the steal of the draft. Um, He could easily easily be the starting running back uh, for Kansas City eventually, according to training camp and some people over in Kansas City. So if if Damian Williams doesn't work out, Darwin Thompson's the next up. So uh I think Darwin Thompson's a great pick there. I agree. Um I'll actually point to another one of his picks. Uh Benny Snell. I think that will be a nice pick. So I, I didn't like uh Sears's first two picks where he took I didn't like DK Metcalf at four. I think there was way more value on the board left. Like Miles yeah. Sanders, I think he definitely should have taken Miles Sanders. I but I like Hakeem Butler, and I like Darwin Thompson, and I like Benny Snell. So I thought 
he rounded his draft off well, but he didn't start good. Well, Michael, you could be the owner of Benny Snell Jr. as he is not on Charlie's team anymore. Oh, well, <laughs> apparently Benny Snell Jr., he was not that high on him. Yeah, he dropped Benny That's Snell. bad analysis by me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He dropped Benny no. Snell right after the draft. Well, my bad. Yeah. Um, the other guy I would say that was a steal was Tony Pollard. Oh, yeah. For Quinn. Because yep. uh, it sounds to me like Ezekiel Elliott is going to be missing a lot of time this year and that will open the door for tony pollard so way to go quinn you got two young running backs screw you quinn (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i think there are some i think i i thought that the fourth round was gonna be just no nothing but honestly there were i mean anthony got daniel jones who i think is going to be uh, a good pick for the future and tony pollard was picked i think there were some great picks in the fourth round actually a uh, guy named hey. Riley Ridley, and I like that name. That's a good name. Yep, that was a nice pick by Anthony. Um, and I like Hunter Renfro, too. Uh, I think that will actually be a pretty good player for me. I think he'll work his way into being a backup kind of role for me, not just like bottom of the bench guy. Yeah. Uh, overall, I, I enjoyed it. This was my first rookie draft. Uh, it was a, I think it was a good time. It was quick, yeah. but fun. Yeah, it was quick, but yeah, I think keeping the fourth round is still still good. I think you still can find some diamonds in the rough in the fourth round, but we'll see when the season actually gets going. Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, anything else to say about the draft before I finish off Charlie Watch? No, just Alex ruined, ruined some good trades. That was sad, but I'm, I'm very happy to have both Miles Sanders and David Montgomery. So Yeah. Um, that was pretty nice. I'm happy with my picks, too. Uh, we'll see how they do. I wish I could have had more picks. I was pretty jealous yeah. by the end. Uh, but yeah, uh, Charlie, we talked a little bit about Charlie's picks. He also, we talked about DK Metcalf and Darwin Thompson. He also picked Jace Sternberger, um, and Hakeem Butler. Yeah. Don't like Sternberger. I don't think he's going to get much love in Green Bay, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but after the draft, he dropped Benny Snell Jr., which was one of his picks and Doug Martin, uh, no more Doug for Charlie. Yeah, Doug Martin's a dead man walking. So. <laughs> a good drop. Um, five, a good drop. Yeah. Five days. He also dropped Karan Higdon, which I want to point yes. out. Charlie, good, good move. <laughs> five. Karan Higdon is garbage. <laughs> That's what I was. I five days ago he picked up Karan Higdon. Nineteen hours ago <laughs> he dropped Karan Higdon, uh, and he picked up Marquise Goodwin. Which, by the way, he was getting a trade for Marquise Goodwin from Anthony for 10, 10 waiver wire dollars. Uh, he declined it, and then he ended up getting Marquise Goodwin for zero waiver dollars. So, so what a move by Sears. This man is smart. He's 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 great. He's a, he's a smart guy. He knew he knew Marquise Goodwin was not worth ten dollars of waiver money. <laughs> but he's still a starter. Don't oh yeah, Marquise Goodwin still listed as a starter. So yeah. nice move for Sears. Um, okay, do you want to get into previewing Week One a little bit? Here? Yeah, let's do it. So we're not going to do an updated version of the power rankings because even after the draft, I don't think much has changed. But we will be bringing that to you after Week One. So mm-hmm. we'll jump right in. Uh, the first matchup of the week, 
which is probably the matchup of the week, is Tom versus Chris. Game of the week, The baby. Mullins men versus the Brady Bunch. I didn't notice that Baker Mayfield's nickname is Backup QB for Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Mullins men versus the yeah. Brady Bunch. What a fantastic matchup. As a joke, I offered Tom a trade for Nick Mullins, and he said no. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I offered him like Zeke for Nick Mullins, if he would say no or yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Nick Mullins is too good. That would be hilarious. But, okay, so, okay. Um, all right, let's look at this matchup here. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, this sounds weird. I'm going to go with Tom for this matchup. I know he's not favored but I think Tom is going to win this game. Uh, Jared Cook is having his first game in New Orleans, and he's projected higher than Njoku. Uh, Well, Njoku has a tough matchup. Tennessee is a good defense. They're also at home. So uh, overall, I like like Tom's matchups better than Chris's. So I'm going to go with uh, Tom Myring, the defending champion, coming out 1-0. I agree with you. I think Tom comes out 1-0. I think... uh... I like Mark Ingram against Miami. Well, depending on whether or not Miami gets this trade with Houston, actually. Um, that could change a little bit. That's fair. But yeah, uh, good trade. yeah, I like Mark Ingram versus Miami. Uh, I, I like a lot of these these matchups. He's got New Orleans is playing Houston, so he has Hopkins is going up against uh, Thomas himself. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just depends. I, I, I like Tom. It depends. We might, I might see a little bit of a, of a, of a flop from Philip Lindsay this week. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Royce Freeman comes out of the gate swinging and Philip Lindsay gets zero. Uh, but I, st- <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I still like Tom. I still like Tom's team a little bit better than uh, Chris's team this week. Yep. I agree. And you'll have, uh, Robert Woods playing at Carolina and, this is gonna be. This is gonna sound really weird, but I think Amari Cooper is gonna suffer from not having Zeke there. I think without Zeke, they're gonna. Uh, New York's gonna be able to kind of spread out their defense a little bit better and lock him down more. New York has a decent secondary, so I'm gonna say Amari Cooper does not have a very good game. So Tom dominates in the wide receiver spot, wins the tight ends, and wins the flex spots as well, and that'll be the difference. Tom, God, I got, I gave team, I gave Tom a pretty good team here. Now, Jesus, you sure did. <laughs> Thanks. At least John. I have Deshaun Watson now. Yeah, that's true. You you addressed all of Tom's weaknesses. I mean, that's the oh, that's God. the that's the good thing about a a trade here. Those two, I mean, Mark Ingram and Phil Lindsay was probably star for me, but I didn't want to start Mark Ingram. I don't want him. That's fair. That's fair. All right. All right. So, okay. Um, moving on to the second matchup. I'm going to go with your matchup okay. against the I-69 Birds. Um, Melvin Gordon is not going to play. There's no doubt. Um, Doug Baldwin is still retired, so he's not going to play. <laughs> Golden Tate is out. Uh, he's suspended, so he's not going to play. And who else? Uh, he has LeGarrette Blunt, who is not on a team, so he's not going to play. <laughs> oh, and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, too. He's suspended, so he's not going to play. Uh, so yeah, I got to go with the I sixty nine bird lovers here. <laughs> You're going to go with him. 
Yikes. No, no, no. No. I doubt he even changes the lineup by the time the game yeah, starts. So, yeah, I think you're going to win this game in the landslide. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, we'll see if he changes his lineup or not. If he doesn't change his lineup, I'm going to get on his ass. I'm going to be pissed in. Oh. I guess that's one way to go about even, this. <laughs> even if he does change his lineup, though, I still think I win. Um, yeah. Even if I don't have Zeke. Uh, which is yeah, even without which is looking likely, but it's just gonna. I, I'm hoping someone on my bench here becomes becomes a mainstay in my in my starting lineup soon, or else I I'm gonna be scared. Yeah, luckily your schedule to start isn't too bad. I'm not sure who you play after this, but that would be something. To I look play at. Alex. We can look at and then Quinn. Okay. Dang, you have a nice schedule without Zeke. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Alex won't be a gimme, but like, dang, that's that's yeah. nice. Um, okay, looking at Anthony against Adante here. I like Adante's team better than I probably alluded to earlier because I think Julio Jones is probably better than I gave him credit for. And because we're at the beginning of the season, Todd Gurley is going to be pretty good. So, Man, I want to pick a Dante, but his flexes are just too weak, so I have to go with like Anthony here. Yeah, uh, Anthony's got way better flexes. Uh, we were talking about before the show when James Conner is your flex, your team's insane. That's pretty tough. And like Kamara, yeah. Chubb, Smith, Schuster, Connor, and Mahomes are all going first round in most drafts this year. Like he has five players that are going first round picks. <laughs> Right. And, you know, the upside of Fournette is also a first round pick if he's good. Mm-hmm. And that's just ridiculous. And then Diggs is usually a second or third round pick. So this guy literally has an entire roster full of mostly first round picks in a redraft league and then a few second or third round picks. It's insane. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going <sighs> Anthony to win this game. He's literally, he's pretending to get 134, like the only team over 130. Like he just by far has the best team. If he loses, uh, if he loses the championship this year, he's. I'm gonna feel bad for him, but it'll probably be. I guess it'll be reasonable because maybe the team, maybe his players won't be as good as we thought. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, he, he's gonna have to. I mean, let's be honest. He's gonna need some injuries, yeah. like to not win. Most likely, he's either gonna have to have one really bad week in the playoffs, or he's gonna need to have some injuries. So, you know. You never hope someone gets hurt, but it would be pretty funny if Anthony doesn't win. This. Oh yeah, uh, I mean he didn't win last year, and we were saying the same thing. So that's true. That's true. All right, um, my matchup against Sears. I think this game is going to be closer than a lot of people think. So I don't think Le'Veon is going to have a very good first week. He's playing Buffalo, and they already said that they're going to kind of ease him into the offense, which. God, you had a year off. Like, how much recovery do you need? You didn't play a single snap in the preseason. Like, why do you need to ease into anything? Throw this guy in there. He's getting paid like twenty million. He has no stamina, Michael. He's gonna get tired. <laughs> God, ridiculous. But um, no, I, I think Sears' team is gonna be pretty good. I think his matchups are pretty favorable. I, I still don't like Sony Michelle because I think he's kind of hurt. He's a little banged up. I don't know how much they're going to use him. So we'll see on that front. But uh, And then T.Y. Hilton is not a great play, and neither is Greg Olson. So I think I'm going to win this game. I think it's going to be closer than people think, though. 
yeah, I think this I, I do think this is gonna be a closer a closer one. Um you got Devontae Adams on Thursday night versus Chicago the to open the season. I, I haven't I I don't remember like any Thursday night, like the first game of the season being like huge fantasy nights ever, or else I would be no. I would be fond I would be more fond of that opening Thursday night if there was some fun fantasy plays, but usually no one's too high scoring in those games, especially if it's Chicago Green Bay. I expect this one to be a lower scoring one. Um, <laughs> but I still think you got a little bit better of a team here. I, I don't expect T.Y. to do too much. I don't know if I even expect Keenan Allen to do too much. Uh, I, I expect Chris Godwin to, 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 to score a lot. Oh, yeah, with Tampa yeah. Bay. Um, Tampa Bay is going to score a ton of points. Yeah, I expect Chris Godwin to be Chris Godwin and obviously like Saquon to be the guys for Charlie this week, but I still think you've got a better team. So I'm going to go with you. But I, I could see an okay. upset. I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I agree. It'll be close. What do you think regarding this? Brandon Cooks or David Montgomery in that second slot position? Ooh, interesting. Um, <clears throat> Cooks is against Carolina. Uh, Montgomery's, Montgomery's playing Green Bay. Dang, and it's a rookie on his first night in the NFL. I know it's uh, it's kind of hard to decide what you want. I mean, I know they're going to play him a lot. Like Montgomery's going to get touches. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'd probably go with Cooks just because of what I just said about the for opening night football. Yeah. Yep. I, so I'd probably go Cooks. I have him in there right now. Yep, I have him in there right now. So I think that's what we're gonna go. Um, with. We'll yeah, see. we'll see if Montgomery. I mean, it's after week. We'll see. We's we'll see how good, how many touches he gets. If Cohen's still like a huge part of the backfield there, we'll see. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Uh, then the prime matchup of the week: <laughs> Alex versus Quinn. And what could be Quinn's one of Quinn's only opportunities to get a win, <laughs> and. I'm going to go with him. I'm picking nice. Quinn with a week one. He's going to be one and oh. Uh, I think this is, yeah, uh, I, I agree. This is the time. This is, this is when he wins. I'm picking him as well, but mainly because of Tony. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. With Tony Pollard playing for Dallas. Um, I think he'll get a lot of carries, a lot of yards. He'll be like an RB one this week. Um, yeah. I'm going with Quinn. Yep, uh, but if Zeke if Zeke does play, then I am not going Quinn. But uh, it's looking like he's it's looking like Zeke's not going to play. So I'm going to go with uh, Quinn here as well. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, big day, big day from Josh Jacobs. Uh, Cooper Cup, big debut return. Yeah, like Cooper Cup. Me too. Um, would you? Who would you start a QB for if you were Alex? I wouldn't start Mitch Trubisky. I would not start Mitch Trubisky against Green Bay. I would definitely go with Carson Wentz against Washington at home. Yeah. Carson Wentz is going to – I think they're going to score a lot of points. And I would definitely not go Kyler Murray against Detroit. Because Detroit's too good. Legitimately, Detroit has an excellent D-line, and I think Arizona is going to get slapped in the first game. Heck yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Michael. Detroit has a great defensive front. Now, most other things about Detroit are not that good, <laughs> but th- their defensive front is going to be way too much. Arizona's got an awful offensive line. I think Kyler Murray's going to struggle in this first okay. game. Okay, okay, you heard it here first, 
Michael says the Lions are going to be undefeated after one week. <laughs> after one week, yes, I think the Lions will be one and up, yes. and then proceed to not, maybe not win another game. So we'll see. Awesome, thank you, Michael. Uh, Go Lions! Well, there you go. There's a nice little preview next week. I'm excited. We're we're less than a week away now from the first game. It's getting there. Oh. Yeah, this is a great week. We get, we get college football this week, so now you get pretty hyped oh, about yeah. that. And then we add in just NFL, so then weekends just become the glorious bliss of football season that they are meant to be. Love it. Absolutely love Can't it. Uh, before we go, me and Michael want to give some team advice to those teams who have not yet named themselves. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> So we have uh, we have Max, the I sixty nine bird lovers, or as I've renamed them, the I sixty nine love love birds. But we wanted to give uh, team name advice based on the players that he has on the yes. roster. Um, and with him, what did we go? We went with the, the Locket Ladies. Good old. So I love that name. Good old Tyler Lockett. He's going to lead Max's team. He's probably the only player on this team that hasn't retired. <laughs> so Max's team is the Lockett. Oh, yeah. Uh, other teams that aren't named. Quinn and Adante have not named their team yet. Uh, with Adante, we went with the, uh, what did we go with? The girly guys or the girly? The girly yes. guys. So. You know, not trying to confuse anybody on gender here, but, you know, the Gurley guys, after good old Todd Gurley himself, you got to you gotta take as much in of Todd Gurley while you still can before his knees break down. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Dante, this is your last chance. <laughs> to, the Gurley guys. The Gurley guys. And then uh, with Quinn's team, we went with the Cousins Cousins. This was my favorite name. After his best quarterback, Kirk Cousins. So the Cousins Cousins, you know, everybody's just family. They're all related. Quinn has a tight-knit team. He's all about team chemistry. That's what he oh, needs yeah. with his team. So Cousins Cousins, Quinn, yeah, you're welcome. If I, I'm going to be upset if you guys don't change your team names. I'm going to be real upset. I might kick you out of the league. Current, currently, we have uh, Team 8, Team 6, and Team 9. For Max, Adante, and Quinn, respectively. Guys. Bad team names. On. You can do can't better believe, than that. Bad can't believe you guys names. made those your team names. So weird and random. Like, what? <laughs> team six, team nine? Like, what? Come on. <laughs> All the numbers. Like, you didn't even pick, like, team one. Like, we're number one. No, you picked, like, team nine. Quinn is like, this is where I want to be in the power rankings is nine. Stop putting me at ten. So I'm team nine. <laughs> At least he didn't set the bar too high for himself. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> anything else to mention on this cast before we sign off, Michael? Um, just want to wish Max the best of luck. Max, I know you're going through a pretty tough time right now, but God damn it, drop <laughs> some players. You have like four extra guys on your roster. Like, come on, man. I know you're falling in love and whatnot, but God. The love birds, man. They just drive me nuts. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. I, I'm definitely going to text him, telling him to to do something with his roster already. He could he could easily he could pick up uh, Benny Snell Jr., dude. Benny Snell, the man. You know, if uh, 
if Max wanted to make some trades, now is the time to do it. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm here for all the Melvin Gordon trades. Oh boy, Melvin Gordon. Uh, we'll see. We'll I'm see if he makes some him. trades. We'll see if he gives up Hunter Gordon. But uh, I, th- I, I maybe the best strategy is to sit on it. We'll see. We'll see what he does. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. So, wow. Thank you. This was another edition of the Rice Dynasty podcast. Please consider subscribing. Give us five stars for all our active listeners. Yeah. That was pretty good, right? Yeah.